You were born with individual strengths and a unique purpose. Don't let fears, false beliefs, or life's happenings diminish your influence. It's time to live and lead for impact. Host Kirsten Ross, expert of transformation, will help you defeat the drama and overcome the trauma that can stop you in your tracks. You'll gain focus, find confidence, and take bold action. Unleash passionate, purposeful you. Let's go. Welcome to Live and Lead for Impact. I'm Kirsten Rosbogel, your host, and this is episode number 185. I have a great guest today. I'm super excited to learn more about him, and I can't wait for you to as well. So his name is Pavel Petrov. He's a videographer, author, and presenter. Pavel is one of the most positive people you, are, you will ever meet. So I'm looking forward to hearing more about his work and because uh, who doesn't need some positivity right now? You can also find him at CuriousPavel.com forward slash links. So welcome, Pavel. Hi, Kristen. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you so much. And now I can say 185 is my new favorite number. Ah, good, good. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and let's just say like, hey, you can find the link to find Pavel at the show notes for episode 185. So um, let's dive in deeper about the work and the impact that you're making to work in the world. Yeah, um, thanks so much again for having me. Uh, I mean, it's it's real pleasure to be here and to share my story because I think my my story can be, you know, um, a thing that people can look up and like, okay, you know, actually things are possible in this world. Because I think personally that we live in one of the greatest eras, no, not the great, one of the greatest, but the greatest era can be because you can start something by yourself and then speak it to the whole world and not be limited by other people who are controlling it. And what I mean by that is, uh, I started producing content online and that opened so many doors. And then if we're just, if I was born just 20 years earlier, that probably wasn't going to be possible. So um, that, that's what I want to share today. That's awesome. And I tell you, you know, I, I created my first website back in like 1999. And wow. back then it's funny because I, you know, I was a new mom back then and started this business and you know it was a small business but back then you kind of to have legitimacy you had to pretend like you had different departments and we don't have to do that anymore I had like several you know like uh you know I don't remember the different you know but like info at and sales at you know <laughs> like yeah. I had yeah, all yeah, these yeah. different like let me send you to a different division of the organization and what I love is and you know you the email <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're all coming to me. And uh but what I love is like we don't have to pretend anymore. Like it's just a thing that, you know, so many of well, especially now with COVID, but I mean, you don't have to pretend like you're this huge brick and mortar organization to have credibility anymore. And I love that. I've been I've gotten to see what you're experiencing. <laughs> gotten to see the transition. So yes, yes. Yeah, go on. So tell me a little bit more about your work, videography, author, you know, what have you written? What kinds of talks do you do? Oh, so, um, <laughs> so let, me, let, me, let me rewind a bit because I, in the last, let's say, four, three, four, five years, I have developed to 
my a mindset that I don't want to keep my eggs in one basket, and I want to distribute in different baskets. You know, in that way, all the time when a basket falls up, fall down, and you know, eggs break, at least I have some extra eggs over there. So, <laughs> my <laughs> so my thing is. Um, Can I, I just I say? To, hold on, I just have to oh, laugh because I love. Because you always hear, don't put your all your eggs in one basket. But honestly, I've never stopped to think about the breaking of the eggs. <laughs> and that that's why we don't want to do that. Isn't that silly? I've never thought the second part. We always just say, know, right? don't put your eggs in one basket. But oh my gosh, now I see why. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so my thing, my main thing was um, uh, to be an entertainer. So I was an entertainer. And then most people, when I say entertainer, most people imagine uh, nightlife and casinos and escorts. But no, no, no. So I was a hotel entertainer. And what that is, so when you go to holiday resorts, you have two types of people. One type is just chill, relax. Okay, leave me alone. And the other one, they still want to be active. So the entertainment of the hotel is when it comes now. So I will come to you and organize during the day a dart game, a ping pong game, a volleyball game, and I would just collect the active people around the pool and just keep them active. And in the evening, I will be making comedy shows, I'll be presenting bingo games, quiz shows, uh, best couple of the hotel shows, and all these type of things. And then on the stage, I was presenting with a microphone in the evenings, and I started loving that so much. I did this in Bulgaria for three years, then in Greece for two years, then in Spain for one year, and I was like, okay, this is just seasonable, just for the seasons. I just want to do it all the time. So I came to London where, you know, so many opportunities are falling, you know, all, all directions towards you. And then I go to the talent, I went to the talent agencies and then they started shutting the doors in front of my face. Like, this is not something we are looking for. I'm like, ah. So I started working as a waiter and as a receptionist just to pay the bills. And it finally hit me. The thing that we talk about, if you start producing content and show the world what you got, you know, eventually other doors will start opening. So I started a YouTube channel uh, with the idea to not to be a YouTuber, but to store my work and follow my progress and just showcase it to other people. And then a year and a half after that, and when I started, I didn't know anything about cameras, about editing, about talking to cameras, none of that. But then a year and a half after that, I went for a job interview to be a videographer and presenter for a company. And on the interview, they sat down and they opened my YouTube channel on TV in that room. And I was like, yeah, mission accomplished. I feel completed. And then I neglected my YouTube channel after that for a bit. But I worked almost a year in that company. Then I went to work a year and a half in a different company as a videographer. But then... Uh, it's just recently now that I'm closing that year and a half on the other company. It just recently I realized that my whole thing was to be a presenter and then I got carried away to become a videographer. So I'm, I'm, I'm leaving that other company. I'm starting to do uh, more things when in terms of presenting. And then what I wrote, I wrote a book. It's called How to Talk to Strangers. And I wrote that in lockdown because there weren't many things to do and I just wanted to do something. I already had an online course with the same name. I was like, you know what? Why don't I just turn into a book? And I honestly, I would advise everyone to write a book because I, I remember I was 
in school. And then one of my classmates told me once, one day I am going to write the book. And I was thinking to myself, like, really? You know, you're going to write so much. You know, you're going to spend so much time. Then you need to promote somehow, then print it, then distribute it. Like, it's so much hassle. Nowadays, you can simply write it down uh, on a Google Docs, <laughs> uh, pay somebody on Fiverr to make you a, a cover for the book, then approach to Amazon, and then you don't even need to promote it so much. You know, you leave the Amazon people, to, of course, you know, you can promote it, you're going to do a better work, but you don't even need to do so much work compared to, you know, 30 years ago. So honestly, I would advise, even if it's just, you know, 15 pages, if it's something small, I would advise anyone to write a book and call himself an author. Yes, I, I would second that too. Uh, boy, I tell you that just even the exercise of writing the book helps you organize the thoughts and the inspirations or whatever it is that you're sharing with the world to make your impact. It really helps you organize your thoughts. Like you have to get them organized to get them into the book. And it's just, yeah. um, it's so clear. It's a very, it's an exercise of clarification for sure. And yeah, then a way to point people there who can also find value in, uh, in what you're sharing. Um, so I love the videographer story because it sounds to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, that it sounds like you really learned that on the fly. You were like, I'm just yep. going to figure this yep. out. And I love that. That is such a good um, message that everyone needs to hear. Too often, I think we get stopped by, I don't know the end point. Like, I don't know all the steps. Well, how are mm -hmm. you going to figure them out if you don't just start? Like, just start. And I point back. To, it also makes me think about when I wrote my first book. I mean, I, I was, uh, I had two young boys at the time and I was like, I'm going to write a book. And then, you know, like your word document is, uh, eight and a half by 11. That's not book size. I didn't even know like how many words, like how, how big do you need to be like an actual book? Like, what does that look like? And, you know, in self-publishing versus going through a publisher and yeah. so, but I didn't wait to figure all that out. I just literally said, I'm going to get up and I think it was, it was years ago now. Um, I think it was 2010. Uh, so it would have been 2009 when I started writing it. But so I literally just said, well, here's what I know. I'm going to get up at 4.30 every morning and write for three hours until my boys get up. And yeah. that was the, that's all I needed to figure out. And then the rest I figured out along the way. Yeah, there is a great expression that comes with what you're saying. It, go, it, it goes like that. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah that's an oldie but a goodie you're right that does apply that's awesome yeah so um so okay so what I'm hearing is you're shifting gears a bit to be a presenter and then you've written this book which we'll have to get that added to the show notes um so we will do that so those of you who want to check out his book we'll have a we'll have a link to that in the show notes for episode 185 Pavel's favorite number so um <laughs> So kind of have you clarified, like, what's the impact that you want to make in the world? Have you gotten that clarified yet? So I, what I want to, my, my biggest thing in the world is, you know, in, in my bio, I started putting in my bio recently that, you know, I'm definitely, if not the most, then one of the most positive people you ever meet. I just, I just want to wake up people on perspective and positivity because it's not just the negativity, but we're getting down. People are blaming social media, but it's not just social media. Social media is, is exposing us. It's exposing us who we actually are. And it's really easy to find negativity. But if, if you just open your eyes in perspective and, you know, 
figured out that not getting enough sugar in your coffee is not that bad. You know, you, you're still getting <laughs> yeah. a, a coffee. You know, you're still getting a coffee while in other parts of the world, people need to, you know, walk two kilometers just to get fresh water. Or, I don't know, even simple, simple things, even simple things like having two hands, you know, having two hands. Just try and to anyone who's listening, if you ever feel like the world is going against you, just try to live one day with one hand, only one hand. Brush your teeth with your weak hand, you know, eat only with one hand. It, it, simple things like that. I just want to, you know, wake people and raise awareness on how good things actually are. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that you, the, the gratitude. There is yeah. always in every moment. And that's the thing, like, boy, especially in this last year, we have all been hit with things can happen that are out of our control. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, what you, is, all? yeah, like control. COVID, yeah. you know, that is just a huge thing. Like not, no one person, we can't fix what's going on. And, but what I can control is the mindset that I have about yes. the stuff that's happening. And that is always available to me no matter what. So I love that. and. And that shift in perspective can be so empowering. And again, it's available to us at all times. Yeah. One of my um, things that amuses me the most is when I walk on the street and I just stop at the traffic light and I see these people, you know, keep pressing the button. I'm like, (laughs) you're not going to, it's not going to turn green sooner or it's not going to get any greener. I mean, this is not something you control. (laughs) <laughs> just think what you can do. Can you can you cross the street while it's red? You know, maybe you risk your life. You know, or at the lift, you go at the lift like, come on, come on, and keep pressing the button. That's not gonna work. I mean, there are things that are out of your control. You just need to focus on the things that you can control. That reminds me of the time element of that. Um, Brian Regan. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but he's a he's a comedian, and we quote him so often. He's just funny, but um. One of his things is the, uh, if you read the directions on the the back of a box of Pop Tarts, it has like microwave instructions that are even faster yeah. than the toaster instructions. And so he says, you know, if you have to zap fry your Pop Tarts, you got to loosen up your schedule. <laughs> and that makes me think of the person that's pushing that button a hundred times. Like, ooh, like loosen up your schedule a little bit. If you're like stressing because the the light is taking an extra 30 seconds to change. Like you need to loosen up your schedule a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. (laughs) So um, tell me what's been one of the biggest internal or external challenges that you've had to overcome and how did you overcome it? That's interesting. Um, You know, I, I used to live my life without, without setting major goals. And for some reason, somehow, things were happening for me. You know, I was thinking, I just want to go abroad on a work and travel program. And that happened the following summer. I just want to study in that city. And then happened. You know, it doesn't mean that it didn't happen because, you know, something fall out of the sky for me. I mean, I worked for it. But it's not like uh, I was setting some goals and then I was disappointed. I'm... Hold on. You, you struck me here with this challenge. You really struck me. <laughs> um, I, I, need to, I need to think about it. I'm not sure, to be fair, because I'm, I'm, all the time I've been positive, and then when I, when I want to work for something, and then I just uh, work towards it, and I have the patience, I realize that things are not going to happen next week. 
mm-hmm. and I just I just take the time. So I wouldn't say I have I wouldn't say I have big disappointments. Well, it sounds oh, like yeah. you just don't identify it as a challenge. Like you're kind of yeah. on the fly creating it as an opportunity or working around it or having the tenacity to keep going anyway. That's what I'm hearing and what you're saying. Yes, yes. You know what's my disappointment? My disappointment is because I'm a I'm a people's person. I like people. And I like animals, but I like people more because I, I think people are fascinating. And connecting with people can open a lot of doors that just want the perks. But I am very trustworthy. <laughs> I think that's my downside. One of, oh, okay, one of my downsides. Wait, you're very and what? I missed that. Trust, trustworthy. Ah, I, I, trusting. And then, yes, I, I trust them too much. Mm. And then people around me like, oh, don't do that. Why are you doing that? You know, that pay off many times. But, you know, there are a few times that didn't pay off. So that, that was my disappointment. But there is... There is nothing you can do um, in that case, because if you don't open up, you lose opportunities. If you open up, you risk to get burned, but, you know, you, you just have to live with it. Same as trying new things. You know, if I if I go and eat strawberries, I may risk to eat strawberries that are bad, right? But yeah. if I don't, don't go and try stro- strawberries, how will I know if I like strawberries? Oh, that's, that's a really good analogy. Yeah, or, or like, let's add, like, you could eat strawberries for the first time. Maybe you'll have a big allergic reaction, but you might not. And so what if you, out of fear of having an allergic reaction, you never get the benefit of tasting how good exactly. strawberries are? <laughs> exactly. You turn, Okay, you spiced it up a bit. You made it more beautiful than what I said. You did a great job there. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, I love that analogy. That's a really good, I, I like that. Yeah, if we fear, you know. Fear can stop us in our tracks and don't let that happen because what might you be missing out on? And it is true. Like when we trust others, uh, it it can come back to bite us. But if you protect yourself and, and uh, live a life where you don't ever trust anyone or don't want to, you know, jump into something new, like what are all the millions of things that you could miss out on? Yeah. I mean, be be cautious. Yes. Yes. Be, be cautious. Be, Do I some due diligence. People, yeah, I would advise people probably be more cautious than me. You know, I'm not sure how much uh, you're getting of me from that in the conversation, but I'm really, uh, you know, I really trust people. I would say be be some uh, have some level of cautiousness with you, but you you have to take risks because if you don't take risks at early age, you know, at later stage, it's going to be way more difficult to recover from those risks. And everything in life is a risk. How are you going to get married to someone if you don't start talking to people, right? And then yeah. eventually, eventually try to introduce yourself to your future partner. You know, it's, it's not working. And that's why one of the reasons why I wrote this book, How to Talk to Strangers, because from young, think about this. When you're a child, they keep telling you, don't talk to strangers. Don't talk to strangers. Mm-hmm. And then... Young ages, you're like, oh, okay, no, 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 okay, okay, no, no, no. And then when you grow up, you have to change that. You have to talk to the girl at the bar. You have to talk to the person you go to, to interview for the job. You know, you have to talk to your new colleagues at work, your classmates at school. You have to break that. But from young ages, they encourage us to do the opposite. Yeah, you're right. Yes, we're always kind of taught to be like slow moving about talking to new people. 
And, uh, you know, so yeah, it is finding that blend, you know, over the years of coaching so many people, I've seen some people that are like you that are kind of more apt to jump in and, and say like, I will trust you unless what's that jumping right now, by the way. Oh, what? And talking to me. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, but you know, there are some people that'll say, I'm going to trust you until you prove that I shouldn't. Right. And then other people and kind of the other end of the spectrum is you have to earn my trust first. So it's yeah. going to take some time. And, um, you know, and there is value to both. It's not even a one's good, one's bad, or maybe like kind of being in the middle, you know, or I can trust you with smaller things initially, and then I'll slowly open up more or slowly, you know, create a, a, a stronger partnership in business. Uh, you know, we'll take it slow, step by step. I think that's a good, you know, because then you can kind of do a little bit of due diligence. But yeah, like you said, if if you get totally to the like, I'm not trusting you at all until you jump through 8 million hoops, you know, you're going to miss a lot of opportunities for sure. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Yep. So um, I know, so this is probably going to be enough, another <laughs> question that's tough for you I think just because no, you keep your wrong. mindset well no just because you keep your mindset so positive you know because I'm going to ask how do you stay motivated and moving during tough times mm-hmm. yeah I just I just opened the perspective book and I just uh, <laughs> see what's in there do I have two eyes yeah do I have two hands yeah do I, am I you know, people when they ask me this and I say I mean I'm happy to be alive and they think I'm joking or they just don't see it but you are alive. You're not a tree or <laughs> a toy. You are a human being and you can do so many things. Yes. You know, it's, if you realize, um, one, of, one of the things that, that, that is in my mind in the, in the recent uh, years is that I realize, I fully realize that everything that I know and everyone that I know will one day die. That's if I don't die sooner. But I realized that my mother will die, my father will die, my sister will die. Okay, this is me. taking a dark twist here. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on. If you if you realize this, I I promise. If you keep that in the back of your mind, it it sounds a bit dark, but if you realize this, I promise you appreciate people more and think more because you know that they'll be gone. Because we know that they'll be gone, but we don't know it for sure. It, it seems like it's a distant memory. It's distant thing. No, that but, is, that is good. Yes, to help us appreciate the time that we have with those that we care about and loved ones. Yeah. yeah, we take for granted that we feel like we might have tons and tons of time, and and maybe you don't. And honestly, yeah, I yeah. lost my mom. I was quite young. I was in my early twenties, and she was healthy and all was well. And she got sick and diagnosed and passed away within three days. And you know. I had not, you know, early 20s, you don't expect that mm. to happen. And I, I am grateful that, you know, I still talk to her often and saw her some. But, you know, I wonder, like, had I been thinking that, how much more emphasis would I have put on talking to her and spending time? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry to, to hear that from your side. It's, it's really tough to lose a parent, especially if, you know, if, if that young age, my father lost his father at a very young age, he had to, you know, kill the family because he was the oldest son. Um, but it's, it's, it's never easy. These things are never easy. You know, you, you think it's difficult to lose a parent, but what about on the other side? What if the parent is a child? 
That's gonna be easier as well. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, things are part of life. It's part of the circle. We just, we just need to be grateful for the opportunity that we got with these yes. people, and then just move forward because that's what they will want us to do. They want us to move forward and not to go in a hole. So let's appreciate those in our life, but not go to the morbid place of, you know, constantly thinking like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, but just enough to say like, I'm going to be intentional about carving out time to spend with this person because I care about them. Because I think too often, you know, stuff comes at us, we got to take care of stuff, we get busy and the busyness can make us less intentional about where we're putting our minutes. (laughs) Exactly. You you sweeten up a bit once again. And <laughs> look, COVID came. COVID came and everyone's like, oh no, my life stopped. I have nothing to do. Well, you now had the time to do all these things you never had the time to do. You know, you I I was always going to write the book, but didn't have a time, you know. For example, this or speak to your loved ones. You know, many people are not talking to their you know, parents or family because they didn't have the time. But if things didn't happen for you in that that period, they will probably never happen. Yeah. So uh, this has been such a fun conversation. I love it. I've got one more <laughs> question for you. So what yes. words of wisdom do you have for others who want to make an impact in the world? Um, words of wisdom will be Try new things and network. All right. Is that enough? Well, of <laughs> course. <laughs> so, uh, I, and, and basically what you're saying is like drop the fear. We're going to say add a little due diligence about the activities that you're going to engage in. Try new things and meet new people. So basically try new relationships, whether it's a business relationship, a friendship, yeah. all those kinds of things. So try new activities, try new relationships. Um, experience life. Yeah, here, here's a, here's a, another thing. Um, whenever you want to, you know, whoever's listening, whenever you want to do something, ask yourself the following questions. One, are you making money from it, right? Two, are you learning something new from it? And three, are you having fun? So if you don't answer yes to at least one of these questions, you should not do these things. That's good. So the goal is to have all three of those things or at well, least one, ideally. at least ideally, one, yes. but at least if one, you have, if you're yes. saying no to all those, am I making money? Am I having fun? What was the third one? Are oh, you learning? learning something. Yeah. If you're not doing any of those things, it might not be a good use of your time. Exactly. Exactly. I like that. Yes. We need to be more intentional with our time for sure. So awesome. That is a great uh, yeah, yeah. I hope everyone's writing that down. And if you don't, yeah, it'll so, be in the show notes. Let me paraphrase it. Let me paraphrase it. Am I earning? Am I learning? Am I having fun? <gasps> I love that. I love rhyming. I love alliteration and rhyming. <laughs> am I earning? Am I learning? Am I having fun? Now you got to just find another little having fun that also rhymes. No, <laughs> no, I love that. Um, Love it. Thank you so much. So, wow, you've been an awesome. And I I will say, yes, you are one of the most positive people I've ever met. I love it. I am. um, You've ignited the positive energy in me today. So I'm happy that it's kind of early here in Michigan. And uh, so you've given me some good energy to start my day. So that's awesome. And I hope those who are listening are getting a good jolt of energy as well. So uh, I always 
changed. I, I feel your voice has changed since the beginning. It, you know, it, it's kind of it uplifted the beginning. That makes me very happy. And you ask me, what are you trying to, you know, change the world? That, that's what I'm trying to do. You know, when people talk to me, I can recharge them a bit. And hopefully that charge will stay with them later on. And they will even, even better, hopefully they will learn how to charge themselves. Because I, I have a podcast for example, where I talk to other people, it's a travel podcast where I ask them um, about their location. And then there was, yes, I usually just jump on a call. Okay, let's begin. Da, 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 da. And then the other day, I jump up with a girl from from Bulgaria. And then we, we spent 10, 15 minutes before that because she was waiting for the room to clear up to go on a quiet place. And then when we started, I was like, hey, how are you doing? She's like, I'm, oh, where to be fair, I was very tired, but after speaking to you for 15 minutes, I feel pumped. And I'm like, <laughs> that is great. I should start doing that with every guest. That's great. Yes. Well, I would agree. So I am sure that anyone listening to this podcast is also getting that, that great jolt of energy, like I said. And so I encourage you all to reach out, connect with Pavel. Uh, what's the name of your podcast also? We'll put that in the show notes as well. So if if you if search for a curious Pavel, and then I'm curious, Pavel, in YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and the podcast is well, just curious, Pavel podcast. This is my name everywhere. Awesome. So we'll we'll put that information as in the show notes. To, so to find the show notes for today's episode, go to defeatthedrama.com, click on the podcast site, and head over to episode 185, and you'll be able to find information to link you to Pavel. We'll also have... Um, some tidbits of what he shared. We'll have some notes from this conversation and uh, in case you weren't able to take notes while he was talking. And then also if you're experiencing some kind of challenge in your family business or in your life, reach out. I've got a few spots on my calendar and I would love to offer you a breakthrough. We'll get you a breakthrough within 15 minutes. So I've got some spots available on my calendar. Just go to defeatthedrama.com forward slash call and you can grab your very own spot and zoom with me and I would love to help you with that. So thank you so much for listening. Get out there, make your bigger, bolder impact and make it a great day. Mm -hmm.